0: Hi, girls, and welcome back to the Move With Us podcast. Today we have some very, very special guests of mine. Um, They're joining us in the studio today. Very different to what we usually do, but that is the whole reason as to why I got you guys on. So please welcome Rue and Rai to our Move With Us podcast. Welcome to the Move Move With With Us podcast.
1: Oh, it's exciting.
2: <laughs> I'm excited to be here, especially in person, eh? Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's so much different, eh? It's
0: I know, it's yeah. really it's. I'm I'm just excited for everyone to learn about what you guys do because for me, it's different. For everyone else, yeah. I feel like it's different. I feel like it's something that everyone needs in their life. So to start today's session, we're going to do the daily, what do you call it? The daily? Cool to be just conscious daily. daily. Mm. Cool to be conscious daily. All right? do you guys want to lead? Want to take us through? Absolutely. Before we jump into it?
1: Take the reins. You go, brother. Yeah, what this is is breathe. <laughs> a really yeah. simple yet effective daily breathing practice that we've been implementing and we've created from years of research, myself and Rue. and we've put together something that's really digestible, really um, simple and practical that you can create a really awesome shift in your body and we'll just drop them with us together mm. before we begin speaking and slow down that noise a little bit in here so we can recenter in here yeah. what it consists of is 22 mouth breaths followed by a hold and then 22 again followed by a hold and then a deep breath in through the nose for four seconds and then a prolonged breath out through the mouth for eight seconds two times i've got you through that though right? yeah. okay you've forgotten yeah i know i'm oh, like good. 22 <laughs> you got, uh. 21 ryan's <laughs> got yeah yeah i've got through uh, it. So, in five, we'll exhale to take our first inhale through the mouth. Okay, so remember no pausing at the top of the breath, no pausing at the top of Morgs. I don't need to, do, to explain this too deeply because Morgs was with us at the gym. She mm. you knows how to breathe. So much, so much fun. Yeah. Love
0: that.
1: Okay, so 22 nourishing, connected breaths. Okay, in five seconds, exhaling. Three, two, one, exhale. In. <sighs> yeah, In. yeah, In. Out, in, out. That's it. No pause at the top, no pause at the bottom. Following the breath, following the rhythm. That's it. In and out through the mouth. (laughs) All the way in, let it go. All the way in, let it go. Over halfway here. Activating your body, charging the breath. Welcome the sensations that you're beginning to feel, Morgs. You are safe. Breathe it in. Five more here. Three, two, the last one, slowly exhaling and holding at the bottom, just pausing here, not, not breathing, just holding the breath. We've blown off the carbon dioxide, which gives us that urge to breathe. It's not the lack of oxygen, it's actually the levels of carbon dioxide and we've blown that off. So just pausing here for a moment, not needing to breathe, feeling into that stillness, those sensations in your body and five, we're gonna start the second round of 22. Three, two, one, fully in. Out, in, out, in, out. That's it, activating the body, expanding the lower parts of the ribcage in the inhale, just letting go on the exhale. That's better, in, out, in, out, in, out. That's it, charging the body halfway here your can walks giving a bit more energy that's better activate the body create the shift feel the sensations the tingles the lightheadedness it's all normal that's it four to go three two last one fully in slowly exhale and holding at the bottom once again here just feeling into those sensations the vibration in your being we've altered the chemistry we're alkalining the blood we're boosting immunity feel those feelings we are slowing down the brainwave states tuning into that stillness here for a second more in five seconds i'm going to take a deep inhale through the nose two one and through the nose four out through the mouth slow right down here three four five six, seven, eight, deep into the nose and out. So this one right down, four, five, six, seven, eight. keeping the eyes closed and returning to a normal breathing rhythm. Just landing here together. Allowing these words to flow out of our mouth as we connect to, as we share to inspire. speaking from the heart, speaking our truth, taking all expectations off ourselves, allowing that flow just to come through our bodies. Here we are. Here we are.
0: That feels so good. I always feel, like you say, I know you say like let the tingles flow through your body. Like I genuinely get almost dizzy. Like I can feel the blood leave my head and kind of get to all those areas. Always my fingers first. Yeah. Always. And I can kind of feel it go down. I get a little bit cold. Mm. That's good. That's normal. Yeah, that's, good. that's that
2: it's change good. in chemistry in your body, right? Yeah. Like it's your whole your whole chemistry and your biology shifting it's with crazy. the breath. It's not just like a woo-woo spiritual thing anymore. that no. and That's the beauty with the timing that we've come across it. There's a lot of science and studies yeah, being done the on perfect what we're doing. Time.
0: People yeah. aren't questioning why or no. why or what you're doing. Yeah, they well, know. Like and they Ryan, want to dive yeah, into it.
2: Hundred percent. That's what it's all about. And like Ryan explained that just before it's like that. We're raising our uh, oxygen levels a little bit. They're already yeah, like ninety five. Yeah, and releasing yeah. the CO two. That's these sensations, the feelings. You can just trust in it a little bit more. Yeah.
0: I always. I mean, I always know that obviously when you breathe out, you're breathing out CO two and you're taking in oxygen. But I never actually sat back and thought, okay, what is this chemically doing to my body? Mm. Like, what is this doing? And I was actually, I've I've spoken about it a lot of times since we did that Gymshark event. So I told people the feeling was like I was high. Mm -hmm. And I've never been, I've never been high. Like I've never (laughs) taken any kind of substances. Um, I obviously like drink every now and then, but I've never felt that like euphoric feeling. Mm -hmm. And when we did that breath work session, I genuinely felt like I was like two kilos and flying in the air. It Mm -hmm. was the weirdest feeling. It was so weird, but I loved it. It was awesome beautiful yeah
2: it was amazing yeah Wim Hof talks about getting high on your own supply oh
0: stop it <laughs> yeah. what a lo- what a slogan yeah getting
2: high on your own supply it's the breath <laughs> it's so fucking powerful yeah. like you're saying people that have had these substances and things they, ex- they explain it as if they are on the substance and and that's the power on this it's free it's always accessible you don't have a hangover after you have it yeah they actually feel amazing and it-, and it lightens you in some way so yeah a- Beautiful Speaking talk. of,
0: so I wanted to start the podcast by obviously going into both of your personal backgrounds because I remember when we did the event you guys kind of went into it and why I guess you guys started going down this avenue and why you, I guess you started Go cool To Be Conscious. Um, and I think listening to it resonated a lot with me because I have a lot of friends with the same kind of background. I have family with the same kind of background mm-hmm. that are still dealing and trying to, you know, break that that, I don't know, break that mould of like... Mm-hmm where they're in right now and what they do with the people that they're surrounded with so I wanted to start on that first because I think that that's a really good way in showing people you know where it came from and it's more than just this thing for you guys it's it's a whole life shift it's a whole life change so do you guys want to go into a little bit on your backgrounds your personal backgrounds
1: yeah absolutely and what you just said there it's it's not something that we've literally come up with it wasn't an equation it wasn't something that we looked into and studied and we're like this is what we've got to do this is what we're gonna bring out right mm. now it wasn't that at all it was simply myself and Ruth sharing something that transformed our lives and changed everything for and us
0: wholeheartedly needed it
1: and wholeheartedly that's needed what i think
0: it. it's why you are dedicated yeah. to it that's why you understand why it changes absolutely
1: yeah. absolutely and and now what we're doing is that simply we're just we're sharing what what helped us and for me it was it was led by going down that road of not understanding myself emotionally, uh, physically, and mentally. Mm-hmm. And it it got to a point where my body started to really react. I was getting ill a lot. I was getting tonsillitis a lot to the point where I was needing to have surgery. They, they removed my tonsils because I was getting ill too many times, wow. you know, in a year. And that was from, deeper deeper that was from myself escaping my own emotional states with alcohol and my immunity was was shook and and i was in that low vibrating Mm -hmm. kind of state of being but that was a congestion formed from learning what my stepfather perceived as what a man was and That led me down that route of being really suppressed emotionally, and I wasn't able to express myself because men don't cry, men don't show emotions, men don't do this, men don't do that.
0: Which I'd love to touch on after this as well. Absolutely,
1: we can. So that led me down that route to that really suppressive state, and the body started to shout, started to scream. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And the moment when I really stopped and actually listened to it, instead of throwing it over the back of my shoulder and going, I'm fine, just continually being in denial with my mental state the body started to have I started to have panic attacks and I didn't know what this was I didn't know what I wasn't educated around Mm -hmm. what that was nor was I educated around what anxiety was I literally just thought it was a thing that girls used to say they had but truly I didn't know what it was I feel like
0: I feel like recently it has come into the light where people are actually like acknowledging that it exists because five years ago if you said you had anxiety people like yeah whatever
1: literally and that's 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 how I reacted to mm. people that said that to me. I was like, "Yeah, whatever. You're just using this yeah, excuse for something." Exactly. But in the meantime, I had this tight chest. Everything was closing over. And I was like, "I'm just not stretching enough in the gym. That's why i am got a <laughs> tight chest. Just muscle. Yeah, just muscle <laughs> issues." But no, it was it was a severe anxiety. And then the panic attack started happening. And that was that for me was that the catalyst to the beginning of my journey. It was like, "Look, something's going on here." I thought I was going to die. I had mm. the full cramp, the the lack of oxygen, the hyperventilation, the loss of control of my breath, and that was scary. And that was the beginning. That was the turning point for me. I was like, okay, fuck. I got to do something here. Mm. And for me, that was the first time I allowed myself to be in that really feminine energy. And I cried and I let myself be seen in that emotional state in front of my best mate at the time. And he was like, who is this? How was this guy? Like
0: you're like the guy I want to be. <laughs>
1: the guy I should have been, <laughs> yeah. you know, to be able to alleviate this emotion that was on me. Yeah. And then yeah, it was a it was a process of trying to figure out what I can do to better myself and help myself with this. Mm-hmm. And that's when when I discovered breathwork through a, a share that Rue posted on his story, and we hadn't connected for years, and he shared the Wim Hof method, and I gave it a go, and then from that moment I was just. And complete obsession with that feeling, that euphoria that yeah. created and the cre- that gets created from the breath and also a sense of, of trust that was formed from that stillness that I was feeling. Because before then, I couldn't be still. I couldn't sit with my own thoughts. Mm-hmm. They were scary. They were always negative and they were always self-judging. And that was challenging for me. I couldn't sit still. I could always, always had to busy myself. So to have that sense of calm and peace from the breath was just like, this is it this feeling is (laughs) that whatever it is this is it and i need to chase this and and see what is going on here in the body and it was a matter of just continuation of of leaning into that breath and the further i dove into it the more i understood that it accesses different parts of the brain and we, we were shifting the physiology and the biology and you know after a year of really exploring the breath into the into the deeper breathing forms of breath work and letting go of these suppressed emotions that were in me, stuck in my body and my physical being and the fascia tissue that surrounds the muscle and allowing the energy to move through me. I was able to really elevate my energy levels and my whole body. My inflammation has been taken away. My face has changed. My voice has changed. And now I'm a completely different person. I, I live and I'm obsessed and I'm in love with everything and everyone. And same with Rue. We just become obsessed. <laughs> and then it was like, bro, we need to give this to everyone. How does not everyone know about this? Yeah. Like life is so simple. We just don't, know how, to, it all we just don't know how to regulate ourselves. Yep. We're just so uneducated. Yeah. Like, it's simple. Let's yep. let's just make this really simple. Let's mm. bring this to people in a really simple way.
0: Yeah, bring it down to a basic level so people can yep. understand it and they can practice yep.
1: it. And make it fun, not make it something that's really woo-woo or mm. hippie because that's what we thought it was at the beginning. <laughs> and we're like, okay, bro, we need to grow our hair out. I need to grow my beard out. No, <laughs> you don't need to do any of that. Like, this is, this is science. This yeah. is... This is like philosophical evolution going on right now. That's happening. Like down to a cellular level. Our bodies are raising their vibration. If you wanna measure it if you can get woo woo, how woo we're getting today, I don't know. <laughs> but it's happening right now. And it, and the breath has been the biggest catalyst and tool for us to do that within our own.
0: Amazing. Amazing. Mm. You're right, Ru.
2: And and we've got similar stories, but also very different stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mine was, I think, may resonate with your listeners in some way. I'm going to talk about like the performance side of things. I was so driven, so performance space like growing up in new zealand the all blacks rugby team was like it
0: let's just touch on that quickly yeah. you guys it, new zealand's like a country of four million right yeah. and you have the best rugby players in the world how does mm. that even happen is it just <laughs> like living and breathing literally this sport? it's
2: culture it's, as it's as you, everything it's religion as soon as it's, you're born yeah so you're you're doing the haka when you're three years old you know wow. it's, i think it's similar to melbourne's outlook AFL. on afl yeah that's just everyone's obsessed with yep. it and yeah that that's what we both felt when was we when we were younger and I went to one of the big rugby schools in New Zealand and it was just I wanted it so bad and I'd push so much I'd be you know the early gym sessions before school uh and then my body at 15 started telling me oh no nah, I don't know bro uh, couple of knee reconstructions at 15 at 15 like I, I was like that I remember I was MVP of a uh the fifth, under 15s I think it was at school and there's some All Blacks in that team now but I had this knee reconstruction and ever since then I was never be able to play to my potential however I still pushed through it I just strapped it up I was like a mummy every time I walked out onto the field this is giving
0: me chills because <laughs> I'm like super prehab and rehab dominated mm,
2: yeah I was constantly on that physio table but you know that that in a ego or drive was like nah I've got to you know it was that push instead of being pulled in a direction I was pushing myself in a direction I thought I had to go in everyone was like you, you know you're a good rugby player got to be an all black uh, that's what I thought I wanted and I did want it to be fair however I got a scholarship to uni over here in Australia for rugby started studying with it. study was a waste of time but I enjoyed the <laughs> rugby aspect yeah <laughs> and uh And it was all sort of going to plan even though I wasn't, uh, you know, the body was just broken. And I somehow got a professional rugby contract at age of 21 over to my country of birth in Scotland. And, you know, that was the dream coming true. I was like, oh, my God, I've made it. But there was a part of me like, oh, shit, I don't know if I even want to go. But I had to you yeah. know there's an opportunity like that yeah. I had to go I just saw it as a stepping stone before I went back to New Zealand and try to make the all blacks mm-hmm. so I got over there and literally a few weeks in I was like I don't know if this is me I don't know if this in. is a few weeks oh, it no. didn't take long at all and it was a process of oh fuck i've spent my entire life on this yeah every single moment. to this point every single moment of it all of it and it wasn't me but my whole identity was wrapped up in being a rugby player mm-hmm. and being a professional athlete and so i couldn't let it go and because i couldn't let it go i could just continue didn't want to get up and what training Fuck this you know uh bashing the body was operating at probably 60 percent with this knee injury <sighs> and just couldn't give my all and it was just i was in a really low vibrational state my immune system was obviously suppressed because of that Mm -hmm. i wasn't in a good place mentally and our thoughts are the language of our mind the the emotions and feelings of the body are the language of our body and i wasn't listening to my body i wasn't listening to my body it was screaming out to me like ryan was saying about about him as well i was
0: gonna say that the connection between both of your stories like you mm. said it's similar but it's mm. also not no it's like along the same lines you both realize you're at a low vibrational yeah. state you your body was screaming at you it was telling you in its best way that it could that i need help i need yeah. to do this and then you took the steps towards that
2: That's, uh, i was like uh, i was just so numb you know in that environment as well we don't we don't get taught about any of this like listening to your body like what does that mean i was like mom i don't yeah. know what listening to my heart means <laughs> yeah <laughs> what
0: yeah Yeah. listen to your heart choose the girl that you like, You're like what? <laughs>
2: literally yeah so for me it took me and the, the reason why we do what we do is we want to help people before they get smashed by the bus or have mm-hmm. that near death experience for me i was such a low state i contracted bacterial meningitis which is an infection of the brain Mm -hmm. and ended up being in a coma for three days and i was very lucky to come through the other side of that i lost my memory i lost 20 odd kilos of my body weight and i remember lying in the hospital bed looking at a game of rugby on the tv and this is so obvious now what the universe was trying to say to me it was like Forget about. That. I was looking at this game, and I was like, "What the fuck are those people doing?" <laughs> <laughs> they are like bashing each other, like smashing their heads. You know the you yeah, know what yeah, the rugby yeah. scrum I, looks like.
0: I'm I'm an AFL girl, so when yeah, I watch right. rugby, I'm just like, I mean, AFL has its tackles, whatever, yeah. but it's not at all like no. rugby where you are literally you have people just mm. to run at each other. Yeah. And that scares the shit out of me. Just I never understood that as a sport. <laughs> You're yeah. <running> into me. <laughs> Literally. And you've got like, what is it? Like you've got your front line or whatever it is and mm. they literally just
2: yeah. go at each other got all got eight, day. You've got eight people packed together,
1: like smashing heads. It's head.
0: like sumo wrestling on, on steroids. Oh, like... Awesome.
1: Yeah. with it's, no padding <laughs> it's become a little bit softer nowadays they come to you know like there's yeah, only a little bit, but they're pushing as hard as they can like oh, pushing kilos as hard on. as they can mm. and back in the day they used to come from like a meter apart and, just go, no. yeah. Yeah. and they had too many neck injuries <sighs> and people getting paralyzed and so. i'm
2: seeing it now like my dad he's really struggling with his with his body it's broken and um you know he's like waddles a bit yeah. like a duck and it's mm. all because of of this game that um, yes, it's an amazing game and I still love watching it yeah. and stuff like this. It's just, it's not for me anymore. Yeah. And I, it was really hard to let go of that identity I had with being mm-hmm. a rugby player. But I knew there was something in me that was like, nah, it just... And, and it, it was as a process. It was a process over about a year and a half of slowly letting it go. Went back to playing, you know, just socially for the mm-hmm. enjoyment of it. It wasn't quite as intense. The yep. body was feeling a little bit better from it, and then this uh, the journey started letting to go. unfold.
0: Yeah. Speaking of rugby, there is a reason as to why the average or mean age before someone retires is like thirty. Hmm. Like it makes sense if these bodies are breaking down at such a young age when we should be. I mean at that age you'd hope you're at your peak. Like you'd hope Mm. that all the years before you have built you to a peak Mm. physical condition whereas rugby just kind of breaks it down. Football, any kind of, you know, high-intensity sport like that, it just kind of breaks you down, hey? Mm.
2: Yeah, and it was it was exactly like that for me. I was even one of the more renowned ones of like, I was always on the physio table. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you're so right. It's such a high impact and highly uh, physical sport. But I, in saying all of this, I wouldn't take back any of it for anything. There's so many learnings from it. There's so much I carry from those days into what I do now, the discipline. the. Oh, 100%. The, The way my body feels, the strength, being able to still operate as somewhat of a high level athlete Mm -hmm. and carry that into being an optimal human being. There's so many learnings from all these different walks of life and those for those listening, whatever it is for you. You may feel like, oh, this isn't your thing anymore, but that's perfect. You've learned so much from that along the journey. It's not like you're, you've you wasted time or need to regret it. Yeah. That's all worked out. Well, it's exactly the thing. Every
0: person talk. is the combination of their life story yeah. up until that point. Yeah, right. And then obviously the d- decisions that they make moving forward, clearly your guy's decision was to step into this kind of line of, of work and also living, mm. and that's going to fundamentally make you better in the long run.
1: Yeah, it's literally just who we were. That's who, mm. who yeah we you can't were you can't deny
0: it. you can't be ashamed of yeah. it. it's just who you were, and that's mm-hmm. why you're who you are now, so
1: exactly love
0: it all right, let's go into quickly we'll touch on the men's health and vulnerability because I really want to touch on that just because I see it within my family, I've seen it within you know my peers, my friends. Mm um before we head you know what is cool to be conscious what is too cool to be conscious what does a breathwork session look like so first things first men's health and vulnerability and i think in australia specifically i'm sure new zealand is the same i feel like australia and new zealand are on the same level um but we have such a bad bad stigma around it there's so much shit that we're trying to get through right now and I do feel like you guys are kind of leading the way. You're pardoning a way for men to feel that, like you said, a little bit more of a feminine, you know, feeling when they are able to express their emotions and do all that sort of stuff. And it is kind of pushed a lot, I would say, on social media and stuff. We do have, you know, Black Dog Day or something. There's a
2: few days like that. Yeah, Yeah. there's a couple of days
0: obviously raising awareness for men's, yeah, yeah, men's, well, specifically men's mental health. Um, How do we even get to this point? Let's chat on that.
1: How did we get to this point? It's it's basically been taught throughout uh, generations, right? And it's just been passed down. Mm, it's yes. been passed down from from grandparents and you know those that went to the war and they were, that's what they thought being masculine was. It was um, being tough and being rugged and
0: gender roles.
1: Gender roles, right? And it's not that at all. You know, we're, we're as a human being, we're in unison. This beautiful balance between masculine and feminine energy. Oh, definitely. And when we're out of balance, pushing too far into to one, we start to get into this hyper-masculine or wounded masculine and wounded feminine energy. And that's exactly what we are taught to be in as a country bloke in New mm. Zealand. And it's I know it's so paramount over there with all of the men over there, just have this understanding that being a man is someone who doesn't feel emotion, who doesn't show vulnerability, who doesn't seem weak, who doesn't ask for help. He thinks that he can do it all on his own, but what a true masculine man is is he's imbalanced with his masculine and feminine energy and Mm. he knows when to be vulnerable and to ask for help and to be held and to allow that emotion to flow through him because if he doesn't then that suppresses and it causes all sorts of turbulence in the body that's when we start to feel as if we need to manipulate and control people because we're feeling out of control within Mm -hmm. our body because we've got all these emotions arising we don't know how to get Rid of them or process them, so we escape them. We use alcohol, we use drugs, we use sex, we distract. We get obsessed with sports. We get we get obsessed with the gym. These are all distractions, right? To not. I love that
0: you're bringing this up because I, you know, it's making me think on a deeper level as to what that connection is. Why are men so pushed towards being obsessive with sports? It's not, oh, I like sports. It's obsessive. Mm -hmm. My fiance is obsessed with golf.
1: Yeah. If, you, yeah, if you go into the more depths of that, it is, it's a distraction of, yeah. of feeling and actually slowing down the mind because yeah. when we slow down the mind, we're afraid to tune in with what's actually arising, what's actually in there. Yeah. So we distract. We're on our phone. We're on our devices. We're on the games. We're playing Xbox, etc. Yeah. So if we can create a space where people can use the breath to physiologically slow down the brainwave states, to tune in, to allow themselves to feel a little bit in a really cool way, then that's going to change Everything and obviously for in
0: an environment that they feel safe. Yeah, safe to and do so.
1: Exactly. And that's the biggest thing. Like, you know, Ru and I grew up on in, in the farm and and also in Christchurch. We had massive groups of friends, but none of us talked about this kind of stuff. None of it. So it's like the space needs to be created as well. And none of us knew how to communicate that. <laughs> mm-hmm. None of us knew. Like I couldn't imagine. Just like, who's gonna stand up bro, and speak about yeah. it. <laughs> I didn't know. Like I didn't no. know, bro, can you just see me here? I just really want to voice something. Yeah. Like can you just can you just listen to me i just need a voice and vocalize and it took me to go into a psychologist to actually be heard like that and as soon as i was heard as soon as i was able to voice my whole life she's just like tell me everything about your life and i just literally just talked everything and mm-hmm. it felt so good and yeah. i was like i feel so good yeah like why did i wait 27 years yeah. to do it? you know and i was like oh my goodness like we can all be our own psychologist let's create the space for it
0: definitely we just all
1: need to be felt And feeling supported and held.
0: Well, let's talk about, I mean, not in depth, but psychologists, uh, the ones I've been to, I am definitely talking 90% of the time. And the psychologist is someone who just says, well, how do you feel that way? And obviously there's a lot more to what they do. I'm definitely not downplaying a psychologist's work, Mm -hmm. Mm. Um, but it is them guiding you in a way to actually, again, think deeper as to why you're saying these things or why you're feeling these things or whatever it is and basically you guys do that through breath work
1: that is it's exactly that it's actually getting past that and into where it's coming from yeah where where the deeper part of that is coming from because all these all these emotions that people are are embodying and um feeling are symptoms of something that's a lot deeper right Mm -hmm. it's actually a depth of Maybe it's a self-love or self-worth mm-hmm. issue, or I wasn't being held by my parents. This is all coming down through childhood trauma. Mm-hmm. It's where it all evokes from. It's where it all is formed from. It seeds from. I've done some from. study on that. Yeah, they say it, like
0: ages four to seven is your most important, yeah, important years yeah. of your life because that will build you for your yeah. entire adult.
2: Yeah, and like these questions that the psychologist is asking you just the why do you feel that way Mm -hmm. you already know yeah you already know the answers yeah the guiding absolutely and it's and that's what we can reveal with the breath and Mm -hmm. and meditation as well as being with ourselves and stripping these layers back and allowing ourselves to go on a little journey and be like oh and and this is where the work is done is like going throughout your day and being conscious of your behaviors and actions and actually going actually why do i want to eat that thing when i not even that hungry right mm-hmm, now, mm-hmm. what's the what's the deeper meaning there? There's obviously a distraction of, oh, is, I'm feeling a little bit mm-hmm. uneasy or a little bit, oh, I'm just going to go open the cupboard and see what I can shove in my face to give me that little spike of dopamine to yeah. take my mind off it. So it's, there's always these little tells and little signs for you throughout your day, just being conscious of those behaviours and actions as you go.
0: So with call cool To Be Conscious, what would you say is, I mean, breaking it down obviously we've we've talked in depth a little bit already what is your main goal one slogan one line what is your main goal with cool to be conscious to
2: raise the
1: vibration the consciousness of the planet
0: beautiful love it
1: and it, and it is that because when, when we can be in a space where we can let go of that guilt and shame and and fear mm-hmm. these are the low vibrating emotions when we can let go of those through tears or through literally being heard, mm-hmm. we step more into this more at peace, more contentfulness, which is actually vibrating at a high frequency. Most people will never get above 200. So they're in that forcing. Like rules was in and I was in, always forcing, looking for something external. It's in a, in a, in a lack um, state of being. When we get above 200, when we step into contentfulness and at peace and in love, and we keep moving up into, you know, Enlightenment's 900 when you're just a monk sitting there doing nothing. But yeah. You're levitating. Yeah. You're levitating. You're starting to fly. Yeah. But, yeah, when we can let, we can get people to our to our spaces, to our events, to literally process a little bit of emotion, a little bit of it, if it's just a little bit of anger or a little bit of sadness, whatever that may be, just letting go of that a little bit, we're literally up uplifting their emotional frequency as a being.
0: Yeah.
1: Mm, this is all
2: happening right now Mm -hmm. like the the consciousness of the planet the people are becoming more aware we're no longer needing these survival instincts the Mm -hmm. human species as a species we've evolved so much in the past hundred years Mm -hmm. we've come from or the past couple hundred years we've come from like almost tribal life to this life yeah in like 200 years and evolution this normally takes millions of years yeah and What we needed to survive as human beings were these survival instincts, reproduction. That's why our sexual energy is so strong and it can be so easy to distract ourselves with that Mm -hmm. and to give that away. That's the most potent energy. So when we can recycle that and overcome these urges and reuse that energy in our body, things transform. Our uh, food, being hungry, Mm where we
0: even the food that we do eat. Yeah, it's changing constantly. Oh,
2: absolutely, and it's not—it's not really like we used to eat. Mm. Um, so understanding that's huge as well. We're we're always experimenting with different foods, but yeah. So the food uh, is another survival instinct, and then safety. Yeah. But when we can cover these three, and we've got it in abundance nowadays, like the world is well populated. The food is abundant and when we can create, if we've got a roof over our head, Mm -hmm. this is the safety one's probably the hardest one and it's where men really Mm -hmm. need to step up and hold this masculine energy for people to feel safe, especially women. Mm -hmm. And when we can have those three covered, that's when we can raise to these higher levels of awareness and we can really start to be these limitless human beings and we're no longer held in the survival instincts that got us to where we are and they've all served a purpose and they're amazing but now it's time to to transcend step up
0: from that absolutely that's amazing i love that Mm. so moving into your sessions because i know you guys do weekly sessions as a listener listening in um what does an average session look like obviously i've done one with you guys so i understand you know the bits and i understood stood I understood the session that we did. Um, but what would you guys, I guess, tell people an average session would look like? When do you host it? Just so people can kind of have an avenue if they want to meet you guys, mm. give you a big old hello. Come and join <laughs> you in, in the session.
1: Yeah, everyone gets a hug when yeah. they come. It's compulsory. Yeah. so it's mandatory. Yeah, it's I love ma- it. <laughs> Give me a hug, mate. It's mandatory.
0: Yeah, uh, I, I saw you guys lining up when we were coming down for this session. I was like, "All right, I'm in. Let's go."
1: <laughs> we we had we had 500 turn up to a session the other day, and we were just really battling for the hugs there. <gasps> yeah, yeah. We, had a few, we needed a few extra facilitators. Yeah,
0: time. you need a couple more yeah. arms.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but for those that are listening, uh, and we did just uh, obviously just spoken to a bit of the emotional yes. stuff. Yeah, that's that's more in depth, I guess associated to our bigger events our could it be conscious experience where we go into the depths of ourselves the, the the stillness sessions that we run every wednesday and saturday on the gold coast here are more of an introduction to breathwork and meditation for those okay. that are hearing about it and they're like i really want to give this a go or i don't know where to start and i'm keen to to get amongst it mm-hmm. that's what these are for it's it's more of a community aspect more of a high vibe really fun way to start the day you're coming together with like-minded individuals we see friendships relationships businesses created from these oh, sessions sure. which is amazing but also you're getting time to be still you're, you're we're, we're slowing down that noise in the brain we're actually tuning out and giving ourselves time to to heal and recover from a week or from maybe a busy night or a stressful few days mm-hmm. We talk about this physiologically. We explain what's going on, so it's more of like an education session as well as the practical. Yeah, and it's about connecting people together, tuning in with the breath, slowing down with the meditation, and then just starting the day in that high vibe. Yeah, the biggest part
2: is the community, eh? and we've been really, really big on cultivating Mm -hmm. that fun, high vibe environment because that's what people are yearning for. Oh yeah, I think
0: that's what we lack most mm -hmm. in today's day and age is. We're stepping away from the community vibes. We're stepping mm. away from communication with people and we really need to focus and hone in on that.
1: Yeah, and we're just disconnected. Mm. We're so connected with these devices these mm-hmm. days that we forget how to how, really how we nurture and we yearn to be actually connected physically with a human being. Like we're, we're getting oxytocin when we hug people, you know, and that's, that's the antidote to stress. Why are we so stressed these days? Because we're... And our devices were unregulated. Our circadian rhythms out. We're not sleeping through the night. We're going too fast. Mine's too busy. Yeah. Let's reverse that. Let's come back to our innate state of being, which is actually mm. connected to another human being, to community, to family, and feel that love. Feel that sense of being supported and held by a group of people. Yeah, that's what it's all about. Yeah.
0: yeah. And you guys, obviously, we spoke about um, your daily conscious work. So I wanted to mention as well that obviously you guys have the availability for people to do it if they can't attend on the Gold Coast. Cause obviously there's only so many places you guys can be at once. Um, so for our international listeners, listeners they can jump onto your guys' channels and do some breathwork stuff mm. with you guys oh, via online.
1: They can. We're going international soon. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and also <laughs> Australia, there's there are a few popping up. Those nice. are the thing. we've got Adelaide starting, we've got Melbourne starting, we've got Gold Coast um expanding we've got yeah. sydney popping. we've got Kian starting we've got and is Central that with Ghost.
0: um is that with you guys or is that with new i guess guys yeah.
2: we've got yeah we do a facilitator training yeah. so we take people through Beautiful. and basically rip out and transform them like mm-hmm. they're turning into new human beings like they look different by the end of these trainings because <laughs> they let like out Ryan all these said. emotions yeah because yeah. we'll hold this container we hold the space and we let them just let it all out and yeah. then that lets their true authentic bubbly fun self come through
0: which is the person you need that's what we need yeah. we
2: need fun happy authentic individuals leading these communities because the people that come see that vibrancy oh, and that love within them they go i want some of that yeah and that's, that might spark the journey so yeah. that's a big part of it but yeah, we're looking to, this is a global movement and like it doesn't even feel like us doing it. Like we're being so guided, we're so connected with a, a greater intelligence. I know that sounds a little bit out there, but that's what it, it truly feels yeah. like. And we are, yeah, wanting to put these up in every major city and have these facilitators running them and going autonomously so people have a space that they can go to they can connect with these other individuals that are ready to learn and and grow together
0: yeah I love that love it so much um so also going to ask you guys what would you say to someone who is a little bit not to join the session I think who's a little bit nervous and I say this because I had a girlfriend that was doing it on on our Gymshark event. She didn't she didn't feel comfortable, and mm-hmm. it wasn't with the session; it was with herself. Yeah. She didn't feel comfortable in herself stepping into and opening up that layer of herself. What is you know what is something that we can tell our listeners that if they don't have that confidence or they don't have that you know three two one fuck it mentality to jump mm. in, what is something that we can kind of say to encourage them to do so? even if it's within their own space in your online stuff.
1: Yeah, absolutely. We're going to be running a few more of these online sessions. So join us online. We're going to be doing, I think, I hope to do at least two a week. Yeah. it would be epic. Yeah. We've got a bunch recorded as well. Yeah, yeah we've got awesome. recordings on our on our Instagram, et cetera. But, yeah, if you're feeling that slight um, sense of insecurity and lack of trust within yourself, I I really invite you to lean into and ask yourself why, while you're feeling that and to practice some self-love mantras there with that you know speak to yourself hold yourself with your own body and talk confidently with yourself and maybe navigate those feelings and emotions that aren't yours they're just they've simply been created in your own mind i want you to really try and unlearn these things Mm And I remember exactly how you're feeling because I remember looking at people that were doing yoga and meditation. I was like, well, these guys are crazy. <laughs> but that was because I was so insecure to give it a go myself.
0: Yep.
1: And that's mm. that's where that judgment and that self-judgment comes from. It's, mm-hmm. We're afraid to be seen and afraid to do something a little bit different or out of the ordinary. So I really, I really invite you to trust yourself, mm-hmm. to trust yourself, trust those feelings, turn that slight nervousness into excitement because it's the same neurological function or feeling in the in the brain and in the body. So see if you go, when you're, when you're nervous next time, say, Oh, I'm actually excited. here. I'm excited for this. Let's give this a go. This is yeah. new and lean into that and just see what happens. Trust in yourself a little bit more.
0: Awesome. That's amazing. So to finish off today, I just wanted to ask you guys, what is something or what is, I guess, a client's personal progress or even your personal progress that stood out to you and really being something that you hold close to your heart. But do you guys have any, you know, people that have come along and really filled up a spot in your in your mind when you think about breath work and what it's done for your community?
1: Oh, man. There's, <laughs> there's, so, there's actually so many. So many, I'm and, sure. And we see it weekly. We see people come down mm-hmm. a little bit nervous, a little bit closed off, and then two weeks go by mm-hmm. and then they come in big arms wide open. They're connecting. They're excited to connect yeah. with someone else, and that's mm-hmm. an amazing process to see and witness. But for me, one that really pops up is when I started in New Zealand doing these group uh, sessions, I had – um I had a young chap come down he was 17 years old and he'd been diagnosed with like severe bipolar and he really struggled to connect with people that as well. yeah and the reason why he came down is because a good friend of mine said come down to this mm-hmm. come down to this and he resisted and he resisted and he came down I remember being introduced to him and he was so closed off his, his arms were crossed over his body he was obviously nervous to be there and afraid and he said um he didn't, he didn't say much. He said, I'm just nervous, I'm not, but I want to give this a go. Anyway, I joined in the session and afterwards I invited and opened up the space for anyone to share how the experience was. And he was like a completely different human being. He was so excited. He's like, I've been doing work. I've been doing this like psychology work. I've been doing this um, like social networking work. I've been doing all of these other forms, I guess, of – of of help and assistance with his bipolar and he said none of it's worked and right now i feel like a complete different human being i don't feel like i've got any anxiety i'm just he was just vibing and he ran around was just going Holy shit!
0: <laughs> I got goosebumps. Yeah. It's
1: and so lovely. It was so amazing to receive that. He's actually on my um Instagram under "I've got testimonial video on" yeah. because it's just such a powerful video. Yeah. So that for me is a big standout. But I as I said, we see transformations yeah. all, all the time. The time. Yeah. Like when you said that, I'm like,
2: oh shit! Where do? We, where do? Because it's yeah, literally exactly. that. Like, I saw your facial expressions, <laughs> both of
0: you, when I said it. I was like, okay, we're diving in.
2: <laughs> like, this you know, we've got few hundred people at these sessions every week so it's like the messages that come through the call to be conscious instagram it's just like we don't i don't think we often take a moment and just appreciate that and and Mm -hmm. see where these Mm -hmm. and how much shifts are happening in these human beings because the smallest shift is massive to someone exactly that's it and and it's like how do you choose something Mm -hmm. out of all of that but um one that does pop to mind and it has we've i think we got asked this question one other time and there's this lady at one of our experience events and the call to be conscious experience is when you might have an understanding of all the stuff that we're talking about but you haven't experienced it yet we just go diving and we go to an hour-long breathing we do yeah. some meditation we just get people to experience and feel it because mm-hmm. that builds the trust and this lady i think she was she would have been in her 70s um We'd done the breath, removed a lot of that low vibrational energy. She came in barely able to walk and like crutches and had to lift her into the ice bath. And I remember feeling her like leg twitch and I was like, Oh, that didn't really feel normal. She can't even walk. She came out of it and she just started bawling her eyes out and she was walking around by the end of the day, just like this new human being. And it was one of those moments, it's like, Oh, my gosh, I know the power in this, but just witnessing it and Mm. seeing it just heal a human, Mm -hmm. just like this. It was just so – it was one of those moments like we're on the right path. Mm. Mm. That's crazy.
0: That's crazy. Mm. I'm just trying to wrap my head around that. Like as – yeah, and obviously she broke down because she's like, I've been – you know, this is my day-to-day life. If I did this every day, I might be feeling
2: Mm – And it's it's exactly that because – our energy when it's stuck in our body energy works best in flow and Mm -hmm. when it gets stagnant Mm -hmm. that's when it manifests and it doesn't it doesn't work as it should Mm -hmm. and when we hold onto it in our body and we don't let it flow through like crying or shouting or laughing even or being our true self and we hold it in there that's when it starts to manifest physically into our body and it might turn out as a sore knee it might turn out as a sore throat Mm -hmm. whatever that is it's energy stuck in the body so what we basically want to teach is help people just fully express whatever's coming through in the moment and that way the energy's flowing the body's working optimally and it just it just works everything's Mm -hmm. upregulated our immune system and nervous systems in balance and everything just works how it should
0: yeah how we're designed, yeah, we,
1: how should we're designed. Have, we shouldn't be getting ill and having no. all these injuries no, exactly. we, like, since we started this myself and we haven't been ill at all no. i was someone that was living with chronic pain in my hurt mm-hmm. my whole life and that's gone completely
0: so question on that because i get asked all the time about injury about illness about all this kind of stuff never had an injury in my life i very very rarely get sick um so many things come through that I my body doesn't react to or does anything to. I don't bloat. I don't, you know, I have, I feel like a healthy human and do you think that has something to do with an energy? Do you think that has something to do? Because obviously, like I said, I get questions about it and I don't even know how to explain it. I don't even know. Mm-hmm. I, I always put it down to genetics. I'm always like, I think it's genetics, you know, or I think it's how I do things or I intuitively eat, like what my body, when I feel like I'm hungry, I'll eat. Mm-hmm. When I'm full, I'll stop. Like it's not something that I really am a very basic human and I do find that I get a lot of questions surrounding that because people want to know. People want to be able to function like that. Mm-hmm. I sleep, you know, nine hours a day every day on the exact same times. So I'm in bed at 8.30. I wake up at five thirty six a.m. Like it's it's just I'm regulated. Mm-hmm. And do you a, think that's got a big thing that, to do with my energy?
2: You're approach? regulated. Yeah, That's it. That's just it. When, when, your, body, when your body's regulated and yeah. your nervous system's not out of whack, you're not in that fight or flight,
0: yeah.
2: which 90% of the population is, yes. they're in this, yeah, yeah. oh, fuck, I've got to get this email done. Yeah. I've got to get it. The, and there's this constant. It might not be really – you might not be very aware of it, but mm-hmm. there's something on in the back of your head, oh, I've got to get that assignment done. That is a slight fight or flight response. Yeah. Your human body doesn't know the difference between email that needs to get done and – and a tiger fucking chasing you yeah it's
0: both a spark it's something that lights up and it's your body's reaction to that
2: yeah and that's the the sympathetic side of the nervous system that fight or flight and when that's constantly on just a little bit that's when we're not in balance and our nervous system's out of whack Mm -hmm. our immune system's suppressed and and inflammation
1: that's one word that's what it causes when when, when we're sympathetic inflammation in the body organs blood Muscles, brain, everything gets inflamed, and that's what causes the illness. Yeah, so what wow. causes the colds. That's what causes the injuries, mm. joints. That's why we get in the ice baths. That's why we do breathing. Yeah. That's why we do on the saunas. That's why we move our body. I think with you, especially because you're so able and physically um agile in your mm. body and your being that opens up all of these energy centers as well mm. and the energy mm. will be really flowing through your being without even being yeah, conscious got no of that restriction you've got no tightness yep. no restrictions there yeah. and everything's open you talk to someone or you talk to your average human and they're tight in their hips and their lower back mm-hmm. this is all stuck energy yeah it's all stuck and that's going to manifest in, in several different ways so Getting people to do what you do Yeah, it's like transforming yoga. people. It's like yoga. Yeah, yeah. no, it's
2: what yoga is all about. It's yeah. about allowing the body to become more open so that energy is flowing naturally. And, yeah, that's a really good point because obviously your body is very – open yeah and showing you're constantly yeah. moving it that you're constantly moving that energy so it makes sense makes a lot
1: of sense yeah. well
0: that's my answer there you go next that's time someone answer. asks me i'm gonna say my energy is aligned i am regulated
1: <laughs> 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 and, and for those that are listening and like how do i understand when i'm in that sympathetic response the, the the major signs here are sweating a lot clammy very fidgety they can't yeah. sit still and that you know you know when you see someone and they're just swinging on their chair oh yeah or they're playing with the hair picking or a frigging, picking, yeah. picking a pen. <laughs> Whatever that is, it's a slight. That's adrenaline. It's yeah. adrenaline running through the body when it shouldn't be. Yeah. You should be able to sit there, still, yeah. and relax, be calm.
0: Yeah,
1: pupils dilated. You know, you go to a, an event or you go to the club or go to a <laughs> festival. Pupils di- pupils are dilated. Yeah, that's a sympathetic response. That's from to obviously taking a substance. Yeah, but that response is causing that that heightened yeah. heightened state. Yeah. So your pupils are open. It's so we can take in more light and we can be more. Um, aware of our surroundings. That's what's happening when we're having MDMA and cocaine, all of these things. It's why I see people with acid you know, pupils because the body's going, I need to be aware and that's yeah. what's giving them that euphoric feeling of everything's really they're so aware because yeah they're so aware you can get so that if present. you do some breath work it's cool Absolutely. to be conscious. 100%. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Come breathe. Yeah,
0: exactly. All righty. We are going to finish up one last thing. I know I said string into a sentence what it is, but I'm going to give you guys one word. One word that explains what you do, how you feel, how it's aligned with you. One word that is cool to be conscious. Ooh. Without using the words, cool to be conscious. Love. Not conscious. Love. Yeah, it'd be love. Love it.
1: That's all it is. I
0: love that. We love love.
1: Yeah, love, love. love. Presence, security. No, one word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, no. sorry, right. That's what love is. That's yeah. what love is, right? Yeah, if you break down if you yeah. break down, love it. Yeah. yeah that's what've created. It's it's the it's the sense of being held, being supported and also fun. And um Yeah,
2: that's it, that's our slogan, be the love, be the fun. Yeah.
0: I love that. That's, that's really are. cool. Mm. Be the love, be the fun.
2: Yeah.
0: Mm. Yes all about that all about that thank yeah. you for coming on sharing everything that you guys have learned and that you do um hopefully we get a few people out of the listeners to come mm. down and, and join a session and really kind of step into mm. that yeah. new avenue of life
1: yeah and morgan's going to start taking you through daily breath work
0: yeah exactly Hello. i'm gonna yeah. i'm gonna be one of your she's, yeah, she's yeah. Facilitator. Yeah. yeah i'm a facilitator <laughs> around the globe yeah exactly i'm a travel facilitator <laughs> yeah. i'll go wherever i need to go we need one yeah <laughs> done <laughs> Awesome. Thank you so much for listening, guys. If you're loving the Move With Us podcast, please leave the podcast a review. We'd love to hear what episodes you've loved and what topics you want to hear in the future. We'll be posting two new episodes a month going live every fortnight on a Monday. So we'll see you guys in the next Move With Us podcast.